Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to Jesus' teachings, uh, there's a lot to say here, but the first part is talking about judgment. And yeah. I was laughing. Okay. I was telling Bobby, this has to be the most popular Bible verse amongst people who are not Christians and right. don't believe in the Bible. Yeah. Thou shalt not judge. Verse one, do not judge or you too will be judged. In the same way you judge others, you'll yep. be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Um, the Pharisees and the Sadducees at this time thought that they became more righteous by pointing out yeah. other people's sins. And if you've been around Jesus or read the scriptures, you know that's the exact opposite of what he teaches. Mm-hmm. And he teaches, look at the plank in your own eye yeah. before you deal with the speck in somebody else's mm-hmm. eye. And one of the things that just from our own experience and walking with people, it seems mm-hmm. what we are most critical of in other people is often something we don't like about ourselves or something we are we struggle with ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to pause and just think like, whatever, something's really bothering me about somebody else. Yeah. Like, why? Right. Why? That's if I'm a thinking something so judgmental about them, like what they're wearing or how they <laughs> spend their time or where they're going out to eat or how many vacations they've been on. It's probably striking some nerve that I need to deal with myself in my own heart, right? Yeah, well, emotions in general, that's what we – they're kind of like the, the the string that we were talking about. If we follow, like where does that go? Mm-hmm. And so in this example too, 100%. Yeah, yeah. so there's judgment. Um, the other thing I'd add to the judgment section here though is when people throw out that verse like, don't judge me, you shouldn't judge, thou shalt not judge, or mm-hmm. you too will be judged. Mm-hmm. The underlying implication is like, well, then you need to accept and tolerate whatever's happening in front of you. And that's the, mm, the opposite of the truth yeah. too, where, yeah, we're called to not judge and deal with ourselves first. But in verses like 15 and 16, he actually gives a really clear teaching on you'll recognize good teachers and false teachers, good and evil by their yeah. fruit. And to do that requires judgment, requires you to look at yourself or look at a situation or another person and go, is this honoring God? Do I see the fruit of the spirit being cultivated right. here? Yay or nay. And then that will lead you yeah. to your discernment call, your judgment call. So mm. we'll get to that in just a few minutes. Okay. Anybody do anything else? The first section, you want to jump over to prayer? No. I, yeah, let's do it. Prayer. Yeah, you want to read verses like 7 through 11? Sure. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will you give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Hmm. All right, so if we ask, we're going to receive. If we seek, we're going to find. And if we knock, it should open. The part that stands out to me is the knocking part. Okay. Because it implies there's something that's causing resistance. There's something in the way. Yeah. And so figuring out what that is, Yep. knocking, also shows like we're not knocking on the wall or the ground. We're knocking on a door, which means it can't be opened. Mm, yeah, that's such a good distinction. Yeah. And so just thinking through what that is and being persistent, because when we're persistent in our prayer, that shows us that we are depending on God. Yeah. Like if you keep coming back to something and praying mm-hmm. and praying and praying, it's like, all right, God, I really believe in yeah. you. I really believe in what I'm praying for. And yeah, it's laying at the at the foot of the cross, really. Yeah. Trying to be more persistent in prayer. Sometimes I just forget. You know, 
I'll try oh, to pray yeah. for somebody. Hey, I'll pray for you. And I try to pray for him on the spot or make a note on my phone to pray yep. or a reminder. Because yep. if I don't, I, oftentimes I'll forget. Yep. I'll pray for you. And Well, I think that's uh, that's something in general, just like reminder and r- reminding ourselves of like these kind of things, 100% for mm-hmm. sure. But then I think there's other things too that are that you know, it's impossible for, to forget because they're staring us in the face all the time. And so I feel like those are the ones that are just heavy that we're bringing to the Lord, that we continue to bring to the Lord, that we continue to bring to the Lord. And I talked about this at the end of the book of Acts, but how asking really has been just like that stuck out so uh, vividly, so Mm -hmm. just illuminated from the scriptures from the book of Acts. And even in this, so Jesus teaches many times actually about prayer and specifically about persisting in prayer. Yes. And so my, my takeaway in this is actually is the reminder about who God is. And so if then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts? And so there's still a lot to wrestle with there with the asking and, and, you know, receiving and seeking and finding for sure in that I'm settled and I have peace and the understanding, even when these things like, you know, well, what am I asking? And you know, these good gifts and I, I don't know, but I know that God's a good father. Clark's flying asleep over here. Well, I'm trying I'm, to pay attention I, to him, I'm, and he's talking about all this stuff. I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> I start talking for more than 30 seconds, and this guy's asleep. Oh, literally, I look over, and Clark's yawning. It's been a long day, all right? No. It's been a good day. Hey, that's reality. Daddy's tired. the Bible, too, sometimes. Yeah. I know. It's like, oh, great. That stuck out with you and God? Okay, good on you. <laughs> Goodness. When we watch movies at night, I got to make sure I'm sitting When we up. watch movies at night, hello. Okay, when that even... When it ever happens, I'm just like five minutes in. I know, I'll be excited about it. And I'm like, oh, hey, you know, sit down. Like, what did we just... Somebody was like, oh, hey, this is really good. Or Okay, I mean... The Chosen premiere came out, and so you stayed awake for that. So bless, bless me and bless Clark. It's real good. <laughs> okay, anyway, you guys, who God is stuck out to me in that section next clark evan before we can we keep clark awake till we get to the end of yes. chapter seven first, tell us you talk about the first narrow 12, first the 12. narrow wide yes the I narrow wide. You, before you get to the narrow and wide <laughs> and everything do to others what you would want them to do to you this sums yep. up the law and the prophets well that would have saved a lot in the old testament <laughs> sums it up yeah <laughs> i'm gonna kill you and your cow no please don't i wouldn't do that to you go ahead um this was a popular saying at the time. It was yeah. just in a negative context. They'd say, don't do to others what you would not want them to do to you. So yeah. Jesus flips it to the positive and it becomes more revolutionary. Yeah. So this idea of the golden rule, and this is obviously applied to our kids often, but I got to think through <laughs> myself, right? I tell my kids yeah. this, but for me, how would I want this person to you know, receive this? Or yeah. my, even my body posture and how I talk to somebody. Is it being received well? And would I want someone to do that to me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's done in the name of Jesus. So, but then from there, like you said, the narrow and the wide gates, um, Jesus is really clear here that following him being the way, the truth, and the life is is a specific way. Mm -hmm. There's a narrow way. It's only through Jesus and Jesus alone. Yeah. And the world's got a wide route that leads to destruction. There's all kinds of things. Mm. And with that, then... causes us though to move into that next section to discern between what's right and wrong good and true right and jesus then going back to the judgment section says you should be able to look at somebody and tell do they have a fruitful life Mm. 
do they have a fruitful ministry? And do they bear like a Christ likeness mm. sense about them? Because if they do, then listen to them. If mm. it lines up with the scriptures, if it doesn't, and there's no fruit of the spirit there, then you should probably move on, mm. find somebody else to listen to. And it's just reflecting on some of the last couple of sermons where today we kind of got to a place where self individualism and self image, self reflection has become number one. And it's become all about me and myself and yeah. the underlying thought that I'm inherently good. And some of these things like, oh, you need to become more reflective. You need to think more about yourself. You need to think more about like this and that. There, there are elements of good to that. Yeah. But when Christ is not present in it, it becomes all about me. Yeah. It's like narcissism running rampant. And so I completely miss it. So I think when it comes to Christian teachers, that's one of the things I have to ask often is, is this, am, I, am I elevating myself? Hmm. or the Lord. Yeah. Same thing with other writers, podcasters, speakers, preachers, sure. teachers. And because we don't get to know everybody, but when you think through yeah. their sermons, their illustrations, their use of scripture, how they do talk about themselves and other people. I mean, some people are famous because they're heresy hunters. I want to mm-hmm. say names. They're famous because they call out what's wrong with everybody else. And, right. they, and so they really love God and they really study the Bible. But there's part of me that's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be associated with that. Yeah. I don't want to be connected to that. I don't want to be like that. Hmm. So it requires a fine line of always looking at yourself, reading the scriptures Hmm. and becoming more fruitful. Right. Yeah. I think that, so the end is kind of what stuck out to me of this section, section, if I'm in the right spot with you. So verse 22, many will say to me on that day, Lord, in your name, um, in your name, drive out. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Did we not prophesy in your name? Yep. And in your name, drive out demons Mm -hmm. and perform many miracles. Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you away from me, you evildoers. I think that in all of that, when we're talking about discernment is like you're saying, we don't know everybody's interior life. And so that's why we're like recognizing things by the fruit. And so sometimes that can take time. Like, I think that's another thing with like not judging, not pointing a finger at like, oh, you know what? I read that book by that cover and I know how it ends. Like, well, you know, that's going to take time and that might take relationship or that might take watching from afar for time to see like, okay, how is this going to play out? And then beyond all of that, I think it's your own abiding with the Lord too. So that, that you're able to actually like when, as you're clinging to truth, you're able to see truth and call out truth and call out the good. And then also, you know, the stuff that's not too. Yeah. Um, I I quoted that in like what, two weeks ago, sermon two weeks ago, what Daniel the lions then, but the Lord, Lord, where there's some of yes. us that like to attribute ourselves to these biblical heroes right. or to someone who's faithful because we call ourselves a Christian. But there's going to be a point where people show up to the Lord thinking, yeah. because I went to church, I'm in. And he's going to say, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. And and what's so interesting about this is that scripture implies that at the name of Jesus, there's power. Right. Even people right. who don't have good motives and don't yep. have a relationship with God, but the name of Jesus is able to spiritually do something. Yeah. And Jesus is saying, I want more than that. I don't want you just to be entertained. I don't want you to put on some show or, yeah. you know, fight evil without me involved. He goes, I want a relationship. Yeah. That takes time, like you said. Well, and, and that's how it ends. So that this wraps up, you know, Jesus and all of his teaching. And he, he talks about the wise bu- the wise builder and the foolish builder. And, yeah. and at the end, I love this at the end. So when Jesus had finished, this is verse 28, saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he had taught as one who had authority. 
and not as the teachers of the law. So already too, like these people can see in their own discern, the people who have ears to hear, the ones that are leaning in, the ones that are asking the question, the ones that are seeing, okay, there's something different about this guy and about the way that he is talking. Yes. But also the way that he's living and the way he's calling us to live. And so the, like people say that about the, is it like Gen Z? Like people can sniff out a phony. Oh, like for sure. People sniff out a phony. Like what? Authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's something like in Jesus teachings, like it's not easy to swallow some of it, like mm-hmm. a lot of it actually he's coming and he's kind of re like taking these like laws and the prophetic like words and saying, Hey, now, now that I'm here, now we're going to walk this way. You have heard it said, now we're doing this. And so for them to say like, Hey, this, it's this guy already. I mean, that's pretty awesome. And so anyway, you guys, Matthew chapter seven, thanks for following along. Thanks for being awake and listening. If you still are, if you didn't, that's okay too. It's okay too. God bless you. I'm Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I tried my hardest to stay awake. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.